How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Dated Podcast. Now, just to get this out of the way, straightforward, no hesitation, this is not going to be talking specifically about dating. I know it's in the title, and typically, you kind of go based off of what's on your title uh, of your podcast, apparently. Uh, no, because we break the rules here. Um, basically, what we're going to be talking about is things past, present, and future, as well as just some other things that just kind of come out of us, I guess, if you will. Today, I'm going to be talking about a couple different things. Uh, I'm going to be talking tech, music, and fashion. But to kind of start off with, because this is the first episode, so I'm just going to quickly talk about myself, because what else better to do than just talk about yourself? Because we're just so over-obsessive with who we are and how I'm better than everybody else. This is not me saying I'm better than everybody else, because I know I'm definitely not. I graduated this past year from college with a degree in music technology, Bachelor of Arts from Capital University, which is in Columbus, Ohio. Go Bucks, go Cavs, go Indians. But I'm living here in Nashville, Tennessee, doing music, producing it, making it, DJing it. Mainly electronic dance music is what I make, but I've been kind of influenced by R&B and hip hop and, and trying just to broaden my normal horizon when it comes to at least my way of making music. I'm a youngin. I'm a millennial. Let's just get right into it. I don't want to talk about anything else. I just want to talk about this. So let's just talk about tech real quick. The last couple of days and or weeks have been kind of surrounded with Apple's new release of the iPhone X, not the 10. It's the iPhone X. Uh, sales for just regular iPhones have dropped to all time lows. They released two phones this year. They released the iPhone 8s and also X. I keep on thinking it's the 10. You know what? I'm just going to call it the iPhone 10. Okay. They released the 8 and the 10 in the same year. Awesome, right? Wrong. I think this is the lowest that an iPhone has ever actually sold. I upgraded from a 6. Not a 6S, a 6. And so it was a big difference for me going from an iPhone 6 to an iPhone 8 Plus. The benefit of having the 8 is definitely the the wireless charging. I I love the fact that literally I can have a charger set up in my room and all I have to do is just drop it in. I don't have to worry about plugging it in. I can just drop my phone off of it. Now, the only bad thing is that you take it off. It obviously disconnects it. Whereas if you had a cable in it, you can still mess around on your phone. You can be upside down. You can do everything like that until you disconnect it from the outlet and or from your computer. But I still like the ease of just setting my phone somewhere and it automatically charging. Now, the iPhone 10 x whatever i don't care has the same thing as the iphone 8s also it's dual glass which makes it two times more easy for you to destroy your phone with a drop of maybe a foot and a half so make sure you get that apple care if you didn't already i haven't had a problem i keep it in a case if you rock it sans case good luck to you i wish you the best of luck and if you destroy your phone in like the first maybe three days or you know what, I'm going to give you the first hour that you have it, quote, naked, and you destroy your phone, I don't feel sorry for you because you set yourself up for that destruction to happen. I sound so mean, but I'm just telling you how it is. I could have gotten the latest full screen iPhone, but I don't need an edge to edge display. I don't need somebody looking at my face, which I guess doesn't work. That's a big security issue, as I hope so. The fact that they got rid of the whole home button thing, I don't like it. I'll stick with the home button and the password. Thank you very much. People don't understand. Yes, it's a sweet piece of technology. It's a sweet advancement in how far we've come when it comes to, you know, biometric securities. But the fact that it's not ready yet, it's a big security issue, which is why I, I'm not all for that. Not not one bit. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. That's my little rant on the new iPhone. 
Uh, if you did get it and you love it, good for you. I won't be getting one. And if it goes that way, I'll just go back to the Razer, the Motorola Razer, man. Oh my gosh. That was the phone. If you guys are old enough to have had one, you guys know that that's one of the best phones that ever came out. Um, now they have the, uh, the Moto X or whatever it's called. The, the, like the, the, you know, the, the clapping, you know, the, the magnetic thing that you can put in like speakers and projectors. And I think they actually have a brewer that you can hook up your phone and it just pours out beer or liquor or whatever you want. I think they have that. Um, if not, it's third party, so it might not be supported. Back to the Motorola Razor. That phone was the very first cell phone that I ever had. And I actually shared it with my brother. And you could throw it against the wall. You could dump it in a pool. It would still work without a doubt. And the battery life lasted forever. It was a smaller battery, but it didn't have access to all these different things which just sucked the living crap out of your batteries now. The other thing that we had that the new kids don't understand. Older generations that are like 30, 35, even my age, know that the Motorola Razor had T9 Word. Now, T9 Word allowed you to only memorize or only need to memorize 10 positions, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 0. Those were the only things that we had to memorize in order to spell text messages, and we were fast at texting. Because the fact is that all you had to do was press like 5683 that would spell love, and so you could hit zero, and it would do next, like all the different combinations of the words using those digits. Like, it was so much better. But now that we have the full QWERTY keyboards, which supposedly are faster and more convenient, which they're not. Okay, I just threw my phone in. <laughs> oh, geez. I hope I didn't bust it we didn't have to look at our phone in order to see it. Now there are some people who can use the full QWERTY keyboards and still do really well with them. Like they can be still talking to you and, and texting and everything like that. But the T9 was where it was at, man. I wish we could go back. Those are simpler times. It's funny having talked with like my grandparents and aunts and uncles and stuff like that. And they say, you know, things today are just so complicated, even though that a lot of the product that is put out there is centered to be convenient it's actually more of a hassle. You have things like the, the Google Home or the, uh, the Amazon Echo Dot. You have the Echo, I think. And then you just have that, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Those like, hey, Google, or okay, Google, or hey, Alexa, order me pizza and bring it to my door. You know, it's supposed to be convenient for us. But in reality, if you take a look at it, it's just, it seems that it's not complicated to us because all that we're doing is we're just saying, hey, get me this, but we're forcing other people to do that. Whereas we could take the time, maybe even relax while going for a drive to pick up that McDonald's, McDouble, or 20 count of nuggets. We could take the time and actually interact with people. Um, it's only a matter of time before drones start doing that. I'm going to give it maybe two years before there's a drone service out there that will go and I'm just saying, hey, I want Chipotle go and pick it up for me and the zoom and the thing just goes or my car will go and get it like the teslas now they self-drive you could put in that destination they'll automatically do it they're already working on the software so that if you're drunk and you want to go home you can say hey tesla come and pick me up at this point you pick a spot and it will come to you and it will take you home that's the stuff that scares me i mean sure it's convenient it's going to be a lot safer for some people but we're trading in at least what i would like to say freedom and responsibility into what's convenient for us. I don't like it. I know there's probably people out there that are just like, what is this 23-year-old talking about? Like, how can you say things like that? I was raised differently, all right? I, I, I'm not the typical millennial who gets everything that they want. I work for it. 
I, I don't just sit down, even though I'm doing that right now, I'm just sitting down and doing a podcast. But if I want something, I go out and get it. I'm in that kind of mindset that it's not going to come to me. I need to go and get it. And I think that's a mindset that not many of us millennials have. And if it is something and I'm just missing something, please let me know. But if I'm right about it, I'm just going to say right now, I told you so, which is sounding so conceited. Switching topics now. There's no sponsors. So I'm just going to shamelessly plug my social media. If you guys do want to go ahead and follow me, you can follow me on at the data podcast on Twitter. Also, you can follow me at Luke Alby Music. L-U-K-E-A-L-B-E music that is both on Instagram as well as on Twitter. And then, of course, you can find me on Snapchat at Luke L-B, L-U-K-E-A-L-B-E. I try to do the best that I possibly can just to stay updated with everything. Let's get back into, let's get into something different now. Let's talk about music. Where are we going to? What is the next huge thing? Is it a cross-genre kind of thing? Or are we going back to kind of like, okay, let's all kind of migrate to one genre of music and let's see who can do better. And if more recently, it's kind of been more of the, the hip-hop when it comes to certain things, especially with, with pop music and it being highlighted. Now, I quickly pulled up a couple different things. The first one being the Hot 100 for this week from Billboard. Now, the number one song on Billboard is Rockstar with Post Malone. And also, the number one song on iTunes, if I'm not mistaken, is Perfect? Yeah, Perfect by Ed Sheeran from his Division album. And so, I just find it to be very interesting. You know, you have iTunes, which is one of the, the biggest platforms, Apple at least, uh, to sell music on. And it's very traditional kind of pop music, whereas Billboard's saying that it's more hip-hop based. And so, I think that... When, when you're looking at music and stuff like that, it, you got to look at not just one source. You got to look at everything. And so you're seeing huge hip hop people taking the stands. You're seeing Post Malone. You're seeing Cardi B. You're seeing Logic. Young Thugs in the top 10. French Montana's in the top 20 along with Little Pump. 21 Savage. Gucci Mane. Migos. Yo Gotti. Nicki Minaj. You know, those are people in the top 20 on Billboard that are making it huge right now. I'm not a big fan of that kind of rap at all. Like, there's no there's no meaning in that kind of rap, which is why I don't like it, which is why I like I, I love listening to people like Chance uh, because they're they're actually talking about certain things. Logic does it. Kendrick Lamar, very word heavy. But honestly, I think one of the best records to come out of this year was More Life by Drake. Now, I know that there's going to be a lot of traditional hip-hop people, which I am not one. I'm saying it right now. I am not at all a hip-hop expert. I'm not saying that I am. I'm just saying that I've gotten into it recently. But the one thing that I do know for sure is that Drake's More Life is probably one of the best albums, the best one of the best hip-hop R&B records that I have heard. Not because maybe like the styles of it, but some of the lines are just amazing. They're well thought out. They're well orchestrated. They fit with everything conclusively as a whole. It's just such a good record. And a lot of people didn't like it because it it changed the style. You know, Drake didn't go with a, I'm I'm saying it's kind of like a thug motion, even though that there might be rappers that were featured on it that kind of give that that vibe with. But if you look at like the overall thing, it was a very poppy based record. And I think that it might have been a marketing ploy to branch out maybe his audience and nailed it. At least for me, I bought it the first day. I didn't stream it, even though it broke a record. I think it was, what, 81 million streams in the first day? Like, how do you 
do that. You have to be doing something right in order for, for you to achieve that. And I think that maybe it's because now Drake is a name. Like you say featuring Drake and you're instantly going to have at least a minimum of maybe 5 million views in the first maybe 12 hours. The same thing with like Justin Bieber or something like that. You put Bieber on the track, it's going to take off. But I mean, like the thing is that now too, like you're seeing also more Latin music coming through. You have like Miente and you also have Despacito, which I know is overplayed, but they're still good songs. The industry itself is changing in how people react to music. We're not just sticking with one genre of music. There's several genres that are right now that are just blowing up and that are growing. And I think that that's because we're looking at things through a different way than we might not have normally looked at it. Even in the EDM community, they're looking for that next big thing. Like Skrillex, for example. Skrillex has, throughout his career, done just amazing work. He has always been on sort of like the forefront of change. When you get into contact with people like Justin Bieber, Diplo, Nastasia, you know, these growing and developing artists and you're making something completely new. You're doing something the right way, which is why I think that honestly, he's one of the more influential producers and artists of our time than anybody else. Like above Taylor Swift, no offense, Taylor, you make great songs, great music, but again, you're kind of like that that name of, hey, Taylor Swift's on this, we're going to do well. You've been able to tap into your fan base very well and continue on growing. Same thing with Calvin Harris. Bruno Mars, surprisingly, I'm going to be on Bruno Mars' side, okay? From a production perspective... It's some of the best sounding, like 24 Karat Magic, easily hands down one of my favorite records of all time. All time. I'm not just saying of this past year, even though I think it came out last year. Needless to say, one of the best sounding, one of the best produced records ever. From a vocalizing standpoint, he is this current generation's Michael Jackson, whereas Chris Brown is the performing side of Michael Jackson. I know there was talk that The weekend, not to take a dump on you, bro, but Bruno's got you beat. I don't care what you say or I don't care what anybody else says. Bruno has you beat. But yeah, Chris Brown by far best performer that I've seen, best dancer that I've seen. I watched the documentary today. I thought it was a good, like I I've learned to appreciate him at least a little bit more. He admits that he did wrong. Good for you, man. You get an instant like five-star review just on that alone. The fact that you did something and you didn't cower from it. Like it shows the character that Chris had and still has. He was discovered at what, 15? Around that age? You know, you're learning how to drive and all of a sudden you have hundreds of thousands of people wanting to invade your life. Yeah, you're going to have issues, but the fact that he actually stood by his actions, he turned himself in when the thing with Rihanna happened. Definitely, see Breezy, I'm a fan of yours. Keep on doing what you're doing, bro. All right. But yeah, that's kind of the music side of things. Uh, fashion. Last topic. I'm, I'm, I'm really not going to spend that much time on it. It's so interesting to see what's coming back into our fashion world. I, I mean, if you look at it, there's there's a lot more activewear. Um, companies like Champion have come back from the dead. I remember having a Champion jacket. It had Champion across the front of it. And then also I had a white shirt that had the Champion logo on it. Just like the CH fill in blue, red kind of thing. I remember having that as a kid. And I knew growing up, I wanted to wear Nike. Nike was the big thing. It's still the number one company when it comes to sporting goods. But guess what's number two, guys? It's Adidas. What's good? I'm going to tell you guys right now. I don't have them on, but they are actually in my room right now. I have five pairs of Adidas Boost shoes. Whether that's the Ultra Boost, Inaki, the Iniki, whatever, whatever they are called. And I have three pairs of the NMDs. Not to say that I am obsessed with them, but honestly, those are like one of the best products that are out there. 
And the fact that my very first pair of NMDs, the bottoms of them, like the actual like sole of them are still good. I don't know what Adidas had going on, but they nailed it. And it's only a matter of time before they take over as being the number one company. Next year, they're releasing their 3D printed shoes, which I think are going for like 300 bucks, but they're custom fitted for your foot. What? Um, sign me up, Adidas, if you listen to this. Um, please sponsor me. You don't have to send me things, just a pair of socks. <laughs> like, just give me like a, a rubber band bracelet that has Adidas across the top. And like, that will be enough for me. Even though nobody from Adidas is going to listen to this. I'm just saying, John Wexler, please. <laughs> at John Wexler at Twitter. Make sure you tweet at him saying, hey, the day podcast talked about you. And now you're doing awesome things with Adidas. But yeah, like that was the big thing growing up. You wore the champion stuff. You wore the, the Fila stuff. The Nikes and the Adidas things. Like those were the cool things. I remember growing up as a kid, I used to love playing basketball. The first pair of basketball shoes that I almost got were a pair of the Crazy 8s. And like Adidas actually came out with a reissue of the Crazy 8s. I almost picked up a pair just to have them because those were like one of the coolest shoes that I wish I had. They were white, yellow, and purple. It was kind of like the Lakers colors. But those are the coolest shoes ever, I thought. And then I got a pair of LeBrons. I'm from Cleveland. Of course, I'm going to buy, you know, the all-star shoes. Back to fashion now. You're getting a lot of expensive products. You know, I'm not saying that necessarily, like, you know, what the materials made out of is expensive. I'm saying brands now are making the cost of their product exponentially higher. And people are still willing to to buy them. I'm just going to give you an example. What a long t-shirt would have cost you was maybe anywhere between maybe 15 to 20 bucks. I have multiple shirts that cost me 35 to 40 dollars and they're very plain and they're just like the main brand kind of thing. Not like your Supremes or your Thrashers or your Odd Future kind of things. I'm talking about your Zoomy, Paxson kind of level. Victoria's Secret for the ladies out there. I pay attention. Supreme hats. I'm just going to talk about this. I, I watched a YouTube video the other day. Actually, it was yesterday. Talking about Supreme. Just that brand. Where did that come from? Where did the overnight success of Supreme come from? And where is it at now? And I was watching this very famous YouTuber who has been in the light of more recently. I think you kind of have an idea if you are into the YouTube community who I'm talking about. But basically, for a hat, they are now reselling from... 300 to 500 dollars for a white hat that says supreme across the top what have we how how come we will buy literally the stupidest things just to say yeah i dropped 500 dollars is it a money thing or is it another issue that we're just not reaching the point i'm just saying it right out if you're spending any more than 30 dollars for a baseball cap or just a hat in general we have some issues that we need to talk about just a little bit and by a little bit i mean a lot i mean come on now seriously it's just ridiculous ridiculous to me like i don't understand why people would actually pay these huge amounts of money for these you look at the yeezys if you walk into the store and you were to buy a pair of yeezys they're going to cost you anywhere between 180 to maybe what i think now it's close to 300 dollars now for a pair or at least it was close to it i know it was like 220 for a pair of the triple whites but then you can resell those things for almost a grand i, I get the prestige of having a product I-, I really do like it's a great way of getting your name out there But at the same time, you're kind of focusing our generation into being like, you want to be able to say, yes, I have this. You don't. I'm better than you. You know, these kids, they don't pay for it. They don't. They're not working half the time, maybe with my kids. No, no, no. You want a pair of the Yeezy 2000s? You're going to have to work for it. I'm just saying, you will be working your butt off if you want that stuff. 15, 16, you're getting a job.
you're serving burgers or whatever the case may be. You are working. You need to learn the way that the world works. The world doesn't care if you're wearing something that's $500 or 50 bucks that you picked up somewhere. It doesn't matter. What matters is what people think of you and how you look at yourself. And that is where I'm actually going to stop today's podcast. If you did like it, make sure that you go ahead and rate this podcast. Add it to your station, your podcast station, however you do it. I don't know. I'm new to this. If you're listening to it through SoundCloud, make sure you like it and follow me here on the data podcast if there's any topics that you want me to talk about make sure you tweet at me send me a message post a comment do whatever the case may be i do my best in order to respond to them and be like yeah those would be an awesome topic to talk about eventually all of these will be filmed and posted on a youtube channel thank you guys so much for listening to this first pilot episode of the data podcast and make sure that you guys stay up to date